Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Gary Sayer and Kelly Fox. Hello and welcome to Fearless Generations 12 Steps to Freedom. This is Kelly Fox and I am excited. We are here doing Step 12, Love. And tonight we are talking about boundaries. So I have the sneezes. If I sneeze sometime during this broadcast, I apologize. Um, excited to be here with my beautiful co-host, Terry Sayre. How are you doing tonight, Terry? I'm doing well. Thank you so much. Yes, yes. So glad to hear it. Terry and I have spent um, this last weekend in Las Vegas with the Authentic Friendship Retreat. And it was a lot of fun getting to see old friends, meeting new ones, and, um, you know, just getting to spend time together as well. So, it was great. And um, boundaries are so important. And then they actually came up at the retreat. Uh, knowing um, your boundaries around friendship, um, around your energy, around what is okay and what is not okay. And I think they're really important to to know and to, you know, hold um, sacred uh, a lot of times we we have a line and we draw it in the sand and then we allow people to step over it or we step over it ourselves. And, you know, that causes actions that are not in alignment. And we have a tendency to beat ourselves up about those. So we're going to talk about how we can love ourselves more by holding our boundaries and... Um, and uh, that's the discussion tonight. Sorry, lost my train of thought there for a second. Um, <laughs> I think for me, I think for me, boundaries were a boring concept for a long time, and then I had some people who forced me to create them um, because they didn't have boundaries themselves, and so. They um, they came in and took over, and so I had to I had to pull back that that control over my life and uh, create boundaries. So we also have a amazing guest coach on the show with us tonight. So please, everyone, welcome Shannon Sumberg. Welcome. Hello. Hello there. Hello. Hello, hello. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here with you, ladies. We are happy to have you. So, Shannon, please tell our audience what is it that you get to do and who is it that you get to serve? So, I'm Shannon. I almost said my maiden name, which hasn't happened in a long time. Shannon (laughs) Seinberg. And... I am a mindset mentor and life coach, 
and aromatherapist and energy worker. And so I really get to serve women and families to promote positive living and uh, positivity and hope and dreaming big and supporting goals and dreams with um, supporting our mind, body, and spirit. And so I love bringing all of that together into a well-rounded package. Awesome. I love it. And what are your feelings, thoughts around the word love? Mm, I love love. It's (laughs) for for me, it really encompasses um, the emotion and feelings coming from that heart center of our body that communicates outwards and communicates up to our mind and out, you know, the, the heart. Uh, the heart chakra is all focused on love and is a way to be open, but yet it's so it's physically internal, but an opening to our whole being of how we are in life, how we are with others and how we are with ourselves. So love to me is a very powerful, powerful word. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. How do boundaries play into that? How boundaries, you know, having healthy relationships with others, with our family, and even with ourselves. I feel that we tend to be more lenient on certain boundaries and that can, you know, lead to, you know, maybe undesirable patterns. Um, but, um, you know, have, having, having a, having a healthy relationship and, Having those boundaries can really bring everything together in in a good way that puts you on the right path to have a, a really healthy relationship with ourselves and with our family and friends. Absolutely. I love that. Terry? Yeah, I I really enjoy this discussion because I think it would be helpful to to our listeners if we even defined and named some boundaries that we have because I find sometimes my clients are very confused about what a boundary is and understanding how those boundaries play a part in their emotional, their physical, their spiritual, their social lives. Because we have so many, um, 
you know, so many scenarios that we we interact within. You know, we're we're a parent, we're a sister, we're a daughter, we're a grandparent, we're a friend, we're a colleague, we're a teacher. There's so many different things that we, different roles that we take, where boundaries uh, exist, and yet they're they're really they're kind of different. So we have to define those boundaries. So I think it's it's important that we help our our listeners by you know, maybe saying what some of our boundaries are and how those help us in those different aspects of our life, uh, depending on what, what uh, you know, what landscape we're in at the time. And sometimes it's easier to set boundaries with uh, people that you work with, sometimes not, or with your family, but sometimes not. You know, it just depends on our our mindset the level that we've been able to um, meet our needs in order to meet the needs of others as well by setting boundaries. So I'd, I'd love to hear what some of your boundaries are and then kind of go from go from there, you know, some examples of boundaries that you have set. Absolutely. So some of my roles are being a mother, being a wife, being a friend, a, um, you know, even relationships with my son's teacher being a parent. Um, Mm -hmm. Those are some of the roles that I am in. And even as a mother with my son, of setting a really good you know, being a good role model and setting the boundaries, doing it with love. Um, and some of the boundaries, you know, even, you know, working for myself, being a mompreneur, having a home office, um, and boundaries for my business hours and, the 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 reminder of the when the door is closed um, that means I'm working if it's open it means you can come in but also communicating so that everyone is aware of those boundaries so that I can be a mompreneur but then also when I come out I can be your mom um, mm-hmm. during during since learning during COVID I. I had to do distance learning and then and somewhat become a, a teacher and it that was very challenging for my entire household and because I was shifting from one thing to the next thing you know I I can't talk about what's for dinner right now because we're doing schooling but now I'm heading over here to to work and now I'm you know, in between, oh, it's recess, oh, I need to feed, you know, have lunch. And even, you know, having good communication and mm-hmm. so that we know where these, where the boundaries are. And something that I did that was really helpful is, is we joked around about having many hats. So I had, if I was, if I was the teacher, I was wearing a certain hat 
if I, mm-hmm. if I was just being a mom, it was a different baseball cap. And so I would literally change from one hat to the other, an actual physical hat through the day as a visual to, so they would know the boundaries of what I was, you know, capable of handling for them at that time. I and, love that. That is so cool. <laughs> you know, and it was just, you know, my, at the time, my son couldn't tell time yet. You know, that was, that was something that, I, that, um, you know, so going, oh, from one to two o'clock, you know, th- that's not going to work for him to, you know, have that on a printed schedule. And right. so e- each hat was a different thing, you know, and sometimes it would be like, okay, hold on, let me take a break. Oh, look, I'm going to put on this. Um, I had the, this little headband that had a butterflower, a butterflower, a butterfly <laughs> on it. And that was when I was having, also having the boundary and love for myself to take care of myself and not just get mm-hmm. pulled in all of those directions, creating a boundary where I could take care of myself and, you know, read, read for 15 minutes, making sure I'm eating, making sure I'm staying hydrated. Maybe it is time to walk out in nature and be in the garden and do some meditation so that I could be refreshed to come back to those different roles that I play. So, that is so, so, so cool. What a clever way to teach your son. How old, is, how old was he? At the time, he was seven. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that is such a, I mean, I, right from now on, I'm going to have this visual in my head of different, different hats so that I, you know, the, here's the boundaries around this one and around that one. I think that is so clever. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. That's a great, a great visual to help a, you know, a young person and yourself too, because if you, if you have yeah. one hat always on the shelf and never used it, it would be a pretty good indication. Oops, I'm a little bit out of, out of alignment there, you know? Yes, yes. Um, fun now, you know, schools are back in session, and we recently even talked about, hey, do I, you know, should I get rid of this hat? It was my teacher hat. And so we kind of have it sitting on a shelf um, right next to where he does his homework. And it's kind of yeah. funny because we're like, remember when I had to wear that hat? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it really gives a touch point for boundaries, and especially within a role, you know, because sometimes it's, I think it's harder for people to um, delineate, you know, when the boundaries are appropriate and when they're not. But that way you're setting that up for yourself as well. You know, I am the mom right now. I am self-care right now. I am, you know, working right now. And that really gives you a clear delineation so that you're in alignment with the work that you do, at, you know, during that time. And then I would have a hat just for leave me alone hat, <laughs> you know. Well, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't you like that, Kelly? That is really cute. 
I love it. I absolutely do. I think that um, it would be a um, a great way for me to support my five year old, knowing mm-hmm. when is mom available and when isn't she. So I could definitely see myself um, keeping my work hat on longer than I need to. Um, he would probably mm-hmm. get into the habit of coming and trying to steal it for me, but. But that's a good, um, I think good that, indication for you. Yeah, you know? it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I'll i leave my door open for him to come in and talk to me during my work time. But he knows that if I'm on Zoom, um, that he needs to stay out. So sometimes there are certain Zooms where he can come in. So it can get a little confusing for him sometimes of when is it appropriate for him to be in during a Zoom and when is it not. But um, we definitely have um, had that back and forth with, uh, with uh, you know, things like that of when is mom working, when is it okay to come in, when is it not okay to come in, when is mom, you know, just here for me as mom. So I, mm-hmm. I definitely love that, love that idea. For me, boundaries usually become, um, I become aware of them because someone has stepped over them. And I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. okay, there needs to be a boundary here. And it's my responsibility to communicate that boundary. Hey, I've created this boundary, um, you know, I would appreciate it if you respected it. Um, and so it's not just the other person's job to respect your boundary. It's yours as well. And I think that uh, sometimes we forget that. We think that everybody just knows what our boundaries are, and uh, they don't. Uh, we have to educate them on what those boundaries are, and it might take them a few times to remember that this is now a new developed boundary um, because we get to decide how people treat us and if they're treating us in a way that is not okay, we need to communicate that and also communicate what would be the behavior we would like, what is okay so that they have a clear understanding of what is not okay and what is okay. So I think that that's really important as well. What's an example of of a boundary that you would, all of a sudden somebody would cross and then you would have to communicate a boundary to that? It's not okay. I think the time for me that it comes up is when, I'm exhausted and, um, like, mentally exhausted, physically. Um, it could be all all of the parts of me exhausted. And, um, you know, my 14-year-old comes in and wants to have a discussion with me about something that is important to her. And I'm like, okay, right now I don't have the energy to give you for this. We need to talk about it later. Mhm. Mm-hmm. And that is me communicating that um I have an energy boundary 
that, um, you know, I want to show up for her and be present. And if she's going to force the conversation right now, I am not going to be present. And, um, and so I let her know that. And then she has the opportunity to walk away and come back to me um, when I am rested. So um, I find that, you know, my huge, my hugest boundary that I, um, that I still practice today involves my energy level. I used to be the person who prided myself in, in being willing to give the last drop of my cup. And that's not a healthy way to be. Uh, we need to keep a reserve. We don't want to get down to the last drop in our cup. We need a reserve, um, and we need to um, have some of that energy within our cup belong to us, um, you know, mm-hmm. be there for for us and taking care of us. And so if we give it all away to others, then we don't, we don't have that. And so that was um, and still is the boundary that I practice the most of when I, when I need to step away and um, come back when I have more energy and, um, you know, when is that time to, uh, to stop um, and say, okay, uh, I don't go any lower than this. Or if I'm going to have uh, 10% for myself, I can no longer give any more. And really learning those, um, those boundaries and, and holding myself accountable to them as well. Yeah, so that's kind of like a boundary around self-love, is right? I mean, is that what I'm hearing? That um, boundaries well, to protect your protect your energy, and then it's loving towards your children mm-hmm. because then you're giving them your, you know, you're giving them your present, uh, you know, you're present with them, and you're able to communicate with them. So, again, if we're talking about love, those are both examples of boundaries that are showing self-love and love for others uh, in the way that you handle those. Yeah. And then I have another a boundary of it's not okay to name call. So mm-hmm. we, don't, we don't call each other names. Um, mm-hmm. You know, even when we're mad, we don't, we don't call each other names. And so that's another boundary that I hold within the house. What about yeah. you, um, well, Mary? Yeah, I I think that, uh, you know, we talk about boundaries a lot. And I don't know that I really sit and, and think about what my boundaries are. And, you know, I live by myself. You know, I'm a widow. I, you know, I'm very active in my community and my church. And I think... I, I sometimes I wonder if I even have any boundaries, you know, <laughs> because I I tend to do whatever anybody asks me to do, and uh, very seldom do I I say no, but I will say no occasionally, and I think I'm learning more how to articulate and identify what my boundaries are. But at this stage of my life, I I just um, I'm not really clear on what my boundaries are. And that's why I was asking you for examples because thinking about love 
as our step and then thinking about boundaries, I believe I have boundaries around taking care of myself. I can pretty well delineate those. I'm careful to keep hydrated. I exercise. I try to get enough. I practice getting enough sleep. Um, I practice eating well. Um, so I think I, I think those are boundaries. I can delineate those. When I think about my emotional self, I, um, I'm not sure what my boundaries are to take care. You know, I think taking care of those physical needs and being careful about my self-love, that may be taking care of my emotional health as well. So there may be a lot of crossover between the things that I do and value and my practice to try to stay in alignment with my values. Maybe that's a, that's the biggest boundary that I have is I'm very clear on what my purpose and passion are. And I use that as a kind of like a litmus test to know if I'm in that and perhaps that's where my boundaries come from. So I was really interested in the discussion for this evening because it's something if somebody asked me, well, what are your boundaries? I might not know what to say, you know, other than, Mm -hmm. you know, I try to be in alignment with my values. And when something's out of alignment on my values, I choose not to do it, you know. So is that my boundary? Maybe so. You know, it's just like I, mm-hmm. I don't know that if someone asked me what my boundaries are, if I could I could articulate that. Yeah, I think it's definitely something that we um, need to be more mindful of. Um, mm-hmm. And not just recognizing our own, but also recognizing others. Um, mm-hmm. Because when we can recognize others and respect those, they're more likely going to... Uh, respect ours. But we are almost out of time, and I want to give Shannon uh, the opportunity to share how um, our audience can uh, get a hold of her or know where she is and what she does. Yes, I am. I'm on LinkedIn. I am on Facebook. My company name is Soily Aromatics Energetics and mentoring and put Soily, S-O-I-L-Y. And I would love to um, connect with anyone. And my email is soilyaromatherapy at gmail.com. Awesome. Awesome, awesome. And definitely get a hold of her. She has amazing products. Um, that can be specialized. I love getting her stuff in the mail. Um, I have several of her products on my desk that support me uh, during the day, and I uh, encourage you to check her out and look her up. Um, We thank you for being here with us definitely, and hopefully you'll um, return again next season um, to – support the conversation we want to yeah, be remind Kelly be sure she puts her stuff on our you know puts the uh, contact information on our page so people can get a hold of her easily if they didn't get to write that down yeah perfect Please I will be sure to that. do that yes in our Facebook group get fearless at any time with fearless generation that is the spot. At any age. Yeah. oh yeah Get fearless at any age with fearless generations. Isn't that what I said? Okay. Anyway, that's what it's called. 
Um, so we want to remind you all that the the Freedom were created by Rhonda Britton, the CEO and founder of the Fearless Living Institute. And if you would like to know more about Fearless Living, go check it out at fearlessliving.org. You can find Terry and I at fearlessgenerations.org, and you can find um, all the information about our upcoming workshops, our group program, Stepping Towards Freedom, which is starting over in October, and you definitely want to be a part of it. And also, um, you can find uh, just really anything you want to know. We're on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram, all under Fearless Generations. And we would love for you to follow us there as well. We want to hear what it is that you want to know more about so that we can share it more with you. And there we go. One more uh, one more night in the books. We're getting closer and closer to uh, the end of Season 8, and we are excited to be on Step 12 with all of you, talking about love and tonight talking about boundaries. So until next week, everybody, be fearless. Thank you, Shannon. Be fearless. Thank you, Kelly and Terry. <laughs>